Hello, and welcome to this podcast from Consider This. Please let me know what you think and tell others about us on social media. This podcast was originally broadcast live on Northumberland 89.7 FM. You can hear this show live every Friday at noon. Thank you for downloading this program, and I hope you enjoy it. Hello, I'm Robert Washburn, and welcome to Consider This Northumberland, a current affairs program dedicated to the issues facing our community. We talk to the people on the front lines and those behind the scenes who make a difference in your life in Northumberland County. So I'm asking you, the listener, to take some time out of your busy day to consider this. When you read the 2015 final report from the Truth and Reconciliation Commission, it speaks directly to the various levels of government, urging them to act. Mainly, it focuses on things related to the federal and provincial levels of government. The mention of the municipal levels of government are not as much. And yet, it does talk about educating municipal public servants, releasing archival documents related to Indigenous people, engaging Indigenous people in policies that would impact them, and honour the contribution of local Indigenous peoples to the community. Port Hope Mayor Bob Sanderson explains how council and staff are working towards meeting those goals as the town honours the National Day for Truth and Reconciliation. Here is that interview. I'm so pleased to have with me today Bob Sanderson, the Mayor of Port Hope. Welcome to Consider This. Thank you very much, Rob. Always a pleasure to talk to you. What did Port Hope Council decide to do to honour the Day of Truth and Reconciliation? Well, I think, um, as you may know, at Council, last week we announced that the municipality will observe the National Day for Truth and Reconciliation, and we'll do it as a paid holiday for permanent, full-time staff, and that's to honour and reflect on Canada's residential school survivors, their families, the communities, and to respect the current collective agreements. We have a um, you know, complex you know, employee group, so we felt it was really best to you know, uh, take this holiday and, and make it a paid holiday for all our staff. So. Now, this was originally known as Orange Shirt Day on September 30th. What do you think about the fact that you now have Orange Shirt Day, plus you have the Day of Truth and Reconciliation? What does that mean to you and to what you think it means to your employees? Well, I think to me, and I hope this is the same for, for most people, it's like Purple Shirt Day and what have you. It, it is you know, a call to action, so it, it allows people, I think, to acknowledge through uh, you know, the, the proper attire, in this case an orange shirt, you know, that they support the truth and reconciliation and the activities that, you know, respect the Indigenous concerns. So I, I don't see them as, as separate. Um, I, I think them as, as, as sort of parallel, you know, acknowledgements. What do you understand to be the purpose of having a statutory holiday to reflect on residential schools? Well, it, it's a good question because I think it's a, you know, a federal government decision. Uh, I'm not sure it's being supported by all provinces at this point in time. But I, I think that given that, you know, it was a federal mandate to address truth and reconciliation, I, I'm more supportive of it than not. I know that it's, you know, another potential holiday, which I, I think we're trying at this municipality at least to, to make sure that it's just not another paid day off. It really is an opportunity to educate and implement, you know, the concerns and 
educational components around the indigenous uh, you know issues that we've had a, a legacy for. So I am probably more supportive than not from you know a political perspective and at acknowledging the situation from a implementation. There's a cost to it, uh, and I just hope that people you know, recognize that this is is an opportunity to to participate in the process, and perhaps you know, we're going to focus on education. Um, at, at our municipality, and we've been talking about this for you know quite a while. <clears throat> I think in what, July 2021, staff did provide a report you know, from the Corporate Services Committee regarding municipal approach to Indigenous awareness. And within that report, staff have committed to building an overall Indigenous culture awareness strategy, and that's for council approval. And that strategy, you know, we're going to, it's kind of putting action to it, not just putting lip service. And that strategy will look at the truth and reconciliation call to action. It'll guide our approach and deliverables, and it'll reference a variety of resources, and that'll including, you know, our municipal best practices, recommendations from other levels of government, post-secondary expertise, areas of municipal influence and responsibility, and, of course, interaction with the Indigenous community as much as we can. That sounds very close to one of the recommendations that actually came out of the Truth and Reconciliation Commission in its final report, one of the 94 that they mentioned, was exactly what you were talking about, uh, educating civil servants to uh, increase their awareness and sensitivity towards Indigenous issues. Were you inspired by that recommendation directly, or did this come about uh, through the municipality's own initiatives and its own desires? Our own initiative and own, own desire, without question. But we looked and, and researched in, in many areas, and we and we continue to do so. <clears throat> you know, again, so that I, I think we're we're embracing this as a municipality, and certainly recognize Rob that this is a long road. You know, I I think it really does um, require <clears throat> participation. I think it does require education and understanding. Uh, and, and I can attest to that myself. The more I learn, the more you know, I uh, am supportive you know, of the process and, and concerned about the, the issues of the past. I mean, we weren't responsible for those issues, but we are responsible as, as to how we deal with them. And if we do not deal with them, in my opinion, then we are part of that process. So I, I really feel that staff is doing a good job in looking at all you know, opportunities in all directions. And probably, as you know, there there are a lot of resources coming to, to the forefront now. We can't implement them all, but I think we can take the, the critical and core components, which I've just mentioned. And I think that, you know, staff have you know, obviously begun the research process for a strategy. And we're not there yet. We, we don't have it all laid out, but uh, we, we definitely will be moving on this. Well, I, I found with great interest uh, a recent study in regards to uh, recreation and in that study that was presented to council, there were quite a number of mentions of Indigenous peoples, consultation with Indigenous peoples, new programs related to Indigenous people that were going to be created. I mean, there seemed to be a, a definite uh, shift within that document towards acknowledging uh, in, Indigenous peoples within Port Hope. Well, I'm glad you picked up on that, because I, I agree that that is, is the case. <clears throat> and, I mean, this is a very historic community, Port Hope. And uh, we were founded, you know, I mean, the Ganaraska River. Uh, this, this was a very important area for the indigenous um, populations as well. So I'm glad you picked up on that, and I, I think it's something we you know, want to expand on. <clears throat> that, that legacy from Port Hope is very important. 
You mentioned earlier, and I wanted to follow up on this, was uh, that some provincial governments are not recognizing the statutory holiday, and one of those is the Ontario government. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Well, you know, I don't control the Ontario government, but I, I think, you know, uh, they're probably taking under consideration and not giving the knee-jerk reaction, and I think that's probably appropriate. Um, so I don't think they have to come out of the gate, but I, I think they will, you know, probably acknowledge and recognize that this should also be a provincial holiday. And, and one of the reasons would be, as I said, the complexity of some of the union agreements. So you have some that are very, um, you know, acknowledge federal holidays, others that acknowledge Ontario or provincial holidays, and they're not always the same. So it would certainly be nice to, to line it up, and I believe, you know, the Ontario government is, is very supportive of you know, the path to uh, truth and reconciliation. So I, I'm not sure what they'll do, but I, I hope they fall in step. Now, on a personal note, what goes through your mind when you think about Canada's history in regards to residential schools? Well, <laughs> rather embarrassing. Um, you know, again, I, I wasn't aware of some of the information that's coming out. <clears throat> and I think that certainly the, the um, recognition of the unmarked graves certainly highlighted something that the Indigenous groups and probably other you know, municipalities closer to the situation might have been aware of. Um, so we're sort of aware of the you know, actions that have been taken in the past that were inappropriate, but to the extent you know, of what we you know, have now, it's caused me you know, on a personal basis to become you know, a, a strong advocate that we do something from a municipal perspective, that it's not just lip service, and that we need a history lesson uh, in in this. We, I, I had no idea of some of what I would consider the atrocities. I mean, really, to to take a culture, you know, and and to try to annihilate that culture, which is effectively what we did, you know, is rather embarrassing. And I I think it requires that we do everything we can possible to acknowledge it, you know, and work with that indigenous communities generally to to see what can we move forward with. We can't sweep it under the carpet and there's a lot of good history there too i mean the indigenous populations of, of canada and and certainly ontario they're kind of the reason we are here <laughs> we we couldn't have done it i think with without them and it seems to me that that information coming forward is i, I can't even you know describe the feeling that it probably has given myself and, and many people to have children removed from their families and in unmarked graves is is this something that is you know, unbelievable? It just is it's something that's hard to describe. So the the feelings that go with that rub are just almost impossible to describe. Just just very very disturbing. I'd like to come back and talk some more about the role of municipal government in addressing the Truth and Reconciliation Commission's report. Now we've talked a little bit about that, but I'm aware that the Association of, of Municipalities of Ontario has published a lot of resources on the Truth and Reconciliation Commission and its calls to action. We've talked a little bit about what Port Hope is doing, but in terms of the, the larger context, there is not a lot of reference to municipal level of government. They talk a lot about provincial and territorial governments and you know federally, but not a lot about mu municipalities. When you and your staff are talking about this, and we've talked about some examples that you're already starting to uh, implement, but in the bigger picture, what do you hope to achieve as a as a municipality 
especially when there wasn't a lot there that was very direct. If I understand your, your question, I, I think we have to take it upon ourselves. You know, it, it, this can't be passed on to the provincial government or I think even the federal government. I think the uh, you know to, to implement truth and reconciliation has to happen at the very you know basic level, and that is municipalities. I, I think we have that responsibility. It, it's to me, it's like the three levels of government. There's federal and provincial, you know, and, and the municipal. And, and the municipal can have, you know, our tier plus an upper tier. But we're closest to almost everything that happens. And I, I think if the municipalities don't undertake and get involved with this, then it probably feels like lip service to me. So I, I think it's, you know, we, we have that obligation. And I think from our perspective and mine as well, we're, we're going to undertake that fully and, and take that responsibility and both working with our staff and our residents <clears throat> from the entire municipality to, to move this forward. So I don't know what the provincial government will do from a perspective of the federal with, you know, how it will relate to municipalities and how AMO will be involved. But, you know, AMO is an organization that has, I think, a lot of resources. And, and we're looking at some of the resources they bring forward. But bottom line, the obligation to move forward with truth, truth and reconciliation is, I think, very, uh, you know, requ- it's, it's required on the municipal level. I think we have to be responsible for ourselves. And we've done that, I think, in a lot of areas. And to your credit, I mean, one of the recommendations, as we said earlier, was to educate public servants. But other things that they mentioned in the Truth and Reconciliation are things like making public any documents that are relevant to Indigenous communities. There's also talk about uh, recognizing Indigenous people's contributions to municipalities, and you've alluded to some of that. And they say in the the report, you know, especially in sports uh, is specific. But with those kinds of things sitting in the background, how how does Port Hope, as it starts to look forward and to what more it can do, how do you as it see integrating some of those recommendations into municipal life? Well, you know, I, I think, and I'm kind of doing this on my feet a little bit, I, I think I mentioned, I, I believe this is not a, a, a short and slow process, but it's a long and permanent part, you know, of where we need to move forward, both in you know, the quality of life in Port Hope, the, the you know, sort of strategic planning process. <clears throat> so I I'm, I'm, think we're starting, and it'll be an extensive Indigenous cultural awareness education. And then I think with the heritage of Port Hope, and, and we are you know, based on heritage, that more and more of that will come forward and, and become an integral part you know, of our heritage. <clears throat> our education program is um, actually coming from Indigenous Awareness Canada, I believe they're an industry leader, and they're assisting Canadians to learn more about, you know, the Indigenous people. And the you know, first step of our journey uh, involves providing knowledge base, and, and we need to get that to our staff. And we're also looking at, you know, trying to make this, that's in discussion now, to make this a mandatory you know, part of our staff and, and political uh, educational program. We have topics uh, which we're proposing as well, you know, the Indigenous people, obviously the historic context, text, the uh, mis- misconceptions, the residential schools themselves, the chronology, the current realities. And we need to, I-, I think, really have the Indigenous communities understand that we're very serious about this, we want to do this, and they can work with us uh, on, on doing this as well. So 
some of those things will, will come over time, uh, but I, I think some of them are already here through our archives, <laughs> some of our naming. But we need to get, you know, I think we get and start with the educational component so we truly understand the atrocities and we have empathy and sympathy to them and we understand you know, that, that this is something we need to manage. We are responsible. We, we might not have implemented it, but we're here now and we're responsible. So I I don't know the steps, Rob, how it will move forward with relative to some of those. <clears throat> but as we get this steeped into the uh, culture, you know, and, and the corporate culture of the municipality, then I, I know that we can move this forward. And, and we also you know, recognize that not everybody's going to, you know, be comfortable with this and not everybody may be supporting it. But we run, you know, from a council perspective and guide the municipality to its best destination. And this is, to me, an integral part of that, that best destination and that journey. The last time I spoke to you, uh, a motion was going before council to get staff to create an overarching uh, uh, study of uh, various aspects in relation to um, many different uh, culturally diverse groups. Yeah, I think that uh, was a conversation you and I had, and this did come before council in uh, 2021, uh, July. Right. And, and so that started the process, and, and this is ongoing. So this is some of these educational components and research is fitting in. And, and to your point, this, this is the, you know, the, the lead issue, Indigenous, but it incorporates, and you know that we've had discussions uh, about the statue in front of Port Hope Town Hall. To me, that's part of this conversation, and, and that's where you know, we need to get consultation not only with the Indigenous people but other levels of government and our residents. And it overflows, you know, to really being an inclusive uh, community. You know, and the Indigenous, I think, gives us a lot of um, ability to understand and perhaps incorporate. But everything we do on that level, I, I think, flows into truly being an inclusive you know, municipality. And on, on those levels, I think all small municipalities, you know, need to be welcoming, you know, people of other religions and, and races and, and we're, I feel we're pretty tolerant, but we don't have perfection, and I would you know, call anybody out who said they had perfection. So the spear point is the Indigenous Truth and Reconciliation. That'll incorporate things like the statue, things where people are individually bringing you know, issues forward, but then it's going to overflow into what kind of a community are we, how tolerant are we, how inclusive are we. So I see it as a, a peripheral uh, opportunity to move it forward as, as we move through this process. Since you've raised the statue, I, I'm curious, has there been any follow-up from that? And, and you know, I, I wonder if some people might be getting impatient with uh, the speed at which Council's ad- addressing this. How would you respond to them? Um, you know, it's been fairly quiet, Rob, actually. You know, and I hope that people understand that this will take a, a you know, time. I'm certainly not in agreement with anybody who you know, wants a reaction. Uh, I, I think that statue's been there a long time. I think it ties in very well to truth and reconciliation. I think it needs a, um, certainly a staff involvement and, and a research basis, but the, the public have to weigh in on this and decide you know, what, what is best uh, to do because there's going to be, as always in Port Hope anyway, you know, a lot of 
see it as a standalone issue. I think we do need to have it as a specific uh, identified concern that people have brought forward, um, but it's part of the process. So, I, to your point, nobody's beating the door down and demanding anything in particular, and I think that you know, most people understand that we'd, we'd like to have a process where we can make the right decision in, in the long term. In the long term, I, I, I'm not talking 10 years, I'm probably talking a year or two years at the max. If you were to ask residents of Port Hope and the people who are listening right now, what would you ask them to think about or reflect on on September 30th? Well, I, I, right honestly, I'd probably say think about how you would feel if your children were taken away, never to be heard from again. Right? And start to understand how you would feel and, and how would you like to, as a nation, you know, uh, address that. And that's where I'd like to say, could you please go to the history books, go wherever you need, and, and get some semblance of education. There are a lot of uh, museums. I was recently in one in Montreal that looked at the history of Montreal and archaeological, and the indigenous component was you know, very, very large. I, I recently uh, visited an indigenous community that you know had, had uh, all these components, and they have been very, very... I think, kind of tolerant. So to, to your point, don't take it as a day off. Take it as a responsibility to at least get some education you know, at some level as to you know, the issue that's before you which demands truth and reconciliation. It's not just a holiday. Finally, what do you think Port Hope residents need to do to build a better future and better relations with local Indigenous people? I probably can't answer that because I, I you know, don't know what the average person should do, but I, I think the outcome of that would be if you uh, are aware you know, of some of the historical um, you know, concerns, if you are educated you know, in the Indigenous um, you know, values and, and the participation and the value they've added to our municipality, I truly think it would be like any culture. You know, you would welcome them and, and gain value from what they have to, to you know, offer us. So hopefully that's an outcome that will you know, come. In. And you mentioned it, that maybe there'll be more activities with you know, more components that are Indigenous. Maybe the community will you know, become a little more blended on that you know, perspective. We're, we're getting there. But in the years to come, I go back to the inclusive nature of the community. We welcome everybody and anybody, and we do not judge. Particularly in the case of Indigenous, I, I think they have a legacy in our community, and that needs to be brought forward um, you know, more strongly than it, than it has been. Mayor Bob Sanderson, I want to thank you so much for talking to me today. It's always a pleasure. It's a good, good thing that you do these <laughs> discussions, because this is part of our process, quite frankly. So if you get the information out there and people hear it, you know they, they can come and challenge me, they can challenge uh, council, or they can come and support. You know, and I think our staff is doing a, a great job you know, on, on taking direction from council to say we want to deal with this and we need you know, the help you know, of staff to, to put a program together, implement it, and start to have our residents you know, buy into it as well. So it starts at home. Home is the... Uh, municipal and the corporate structure, we, we need to lead the way.
Thank you so much, Mayor Sanderson. Always a pleasure. You take care. That was Port Hope Mayor Bob Sanderson. I want to thank my guests this week for talking to me, and I want to thank all the listeners for tuning in today. Please join me again next week when we will talk to the people on the front lines and those behind the scenes who make a difference in your life and Northumberland County. So please tune in. If you would like to listen or share this or any podcast, please check out my website at consider-this.ca. There you will find past podcasts, news, and other information about life and politics in Northumberland County. Or you can go to the radio station's website at northumberland897.ca. I'm Robert Washburn. Thanks for taking time out of your day to listen in, and I hope over the week you will continue to consider this. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Consider This. If you have any comments or would like to suggest a story, please contact me at considerthisnorthumberland at gmail.com or you can message me on Facebook at Consider This. If you enjoyed this podcast or are looking for more news and information about Northumberland County, please check out my website at consider-this.ca. That's consider-this.ca. And don't forget to share. And again, thank you for listening and stay tuned for more from Consider This.